Hello and welcome to Scott Bryant's Holistic Fitness Systems on Archer or Apple Podcast or Spotify. And this podcast is all about how to build a stronger version of you in 2022. And in this podcast, I'm going to cover the subject of exercise, food, lifestyle, vitamins, fat and weight loss mind and meditation, cold therapy, fats and oils, drugs and mirror work. And I'm going to be introducing uh, Debbie the nurse and Czech practitioner on my next podcast where she will be putting across a female point of view of exercise, diet and lifestyle. So keep an eye out for that podcast coming up which will be uh, named... uh, scientific training for older females because she's in her 60s okay when it comes to exercise if you really want to build a stronger better you four days a week five exercises don't go in the gym to chat go in there to work out do 45 minutes and no more than 30 sets in your workout or 50 sets if you really want to push yourself to the max And the compoundment exercises you want to be doing is bench press, squat, deadlift, cable pulls, cable pushes, uh, Swiss ball for stability exercises, and some uh, stretching and flexibility work. As you notice, I didn't mention cardiovascular training because when you do uh, good strength training, You'll lose body fat, you'll get leaner, you'll get smarter in the brain, your IQ will go up and your body will look much, much better. And you want to stay in a training phase of uh, six to eight weeks and document everything you're doing so you can see the change and the benefit or see somebody like myself, Master Check Practitioner in London, or find yourself a good personal trainer with a minimum of five years experience and a good history of people that the people and clients that he's worked with so you can see the benefits of their program design please make sure that they design your program that looks at your flexibility looks at your kinesiology so maybe you might have a, a disc herniation already or you might have a scoliosis or you may have uh, forward head posture make sure that this is all in- included in your exercise program and make sure they're uh, documenting your exercise when you're working with them or you know that every time that you work with them they're pushing you a little bit more depending on you know how long you've been training okay so that's a little bit about exercise Uh, The next one is all about our food. So really, you've really got to stay away from grains, bread, pasta, rice, anything that's really made and not naturally made. Does that make sense? So we don't make a cow. A cow is born, isn't it? You know, and it's an animal with eyes. Uh, So all eye foods like uh, chicken, beef, lamb, all them animals you want to be eating on a regular basis. And if you're a carbohydrate type, you would have more carbs on your plate than protein, eye foods. And if you're a mixed type, you'd have equal amounts of protein, fats, 
and carbohydrates. And if you're a protein type like myself, huge amounts of protein, low amounts of carbs and high amounts of fat. And most guys that have the V-shape or girls that have the V-shape, I see a lot of black girls and they have the V-shape, they have really good wide shoulders. And I'm like, I want to train them people because I know I can get their bodies to change really, really fast on a high protein, low carb diet. The next subject I want to talk about is, oh, the other thing with food, make sure it's all organic as much as you possibly can. Uh, eating organs of the animal can be really good for your organs. So if you have a kidney issue, eat more kidney. If you have a heart issue, eat more heart. If you have a liver issue, eat more liver. And the liver's full of vitamin B and really great vitamins and minerals that the body craves all the time. So really important to get your food right and minimum of eating, you know, four to five times a day, snacking in between, especially if you're like me where my blood sugar goes up and down quite quickly. So I need food on the go all the time. But if you're a carbohydrate type or a mixed type, these people don't live for food and they're normally yogis, they don't want to do heavy lifting and they normally migrate to more cardio uh, because their IQs are so low and they might be a vegan, which has been proven that the IQ is lo- lowered being a vegan. Uh, I don't believe in vegan diets. Uh, I believe in the paleo diet. I believe in the, uh, you know, fast, eat fast Uh, I think it's called the 1215 diet or whatever. Uh, But that sort of diet where you fast and then you eat the next day, fast, eat the next day, is good, but it will affect your sleep pattern. So you've got to remember that as well. So if if sleep is more important to you on how you function every day, then doing a fast, eat, fast, eat diet is not good for you. Uh, But if you want to give it a try to drop body fat much quicker, then it may be... Uh, a good thing to do next thing is lifestyle trying to get to bed by 10 30 or 9 30 at night making sure before you go to bed at the night you're not looking at your iphone you're not up all night you're not got uh, full spectrum lighting on because that can affect your sleep pattern and the way that the brain gets ready for sleep uh, you want to make sure that you uh, well what i do i'll tell you what my habit is I turn all the lights off, I put some nice music on, I go and have a hot bath with some muscle relaxant like uh, magnesium in the bath, then I'll add uh, 12 drops of lavender oil or sage oil or clary sage if it's a full moon Uh, and I find that when I do that I sleep all the way through because the body's heated up and then as the body drops down in heat the body goes more into uh, deep sleep and deep recovery. Whereas if I don't have the hot bath before I go to bed, I'll probably wake up at three, four o'clock in the morning. But that could be a liver issue or a, a, a meridian issue in the body. So if you find that you're waking up two, three, four, two, three or four in the morning, uh, and you're a male, it could be your prostate. If you're a female, it could be that you've got hormonal dysregulation because you're going through the female menopause. Or it could be that you're a fast oxidizing protein type, you're eating like a carb type, and you're eating too many carbohydrates, or you may be having 
uh, coffee after three o'clock in the afternoon. Because if you if you have coffee after three o'clock in the afternoon, you're jacking up your cortisol levels, which is a fat storing hormone, as well as an awakening hormone. So you not getting your body uh, prepared for sleep. So I've quit sugar. Uh, I've quit coffee now. Uh, how long has it been? Nearly a year and a half. I don't even want to go back to coffee. So I'm going to start introduce more green tea. Caffeine green tea, but I'll only have one a day. And have it just before I train to give myself a little bit of a boost. But if it gives me the shakes, then I won't have it. Because then I know I'm affecting my hormonal system. So lifestyle really important. Train four days a week. No more than that. You don't need more than that because you'll be just be overtraining and just overdoing it. But saying that, if it's strength and conditioning, only four days a week. But if you want to go for a light walk or you want to do some Tai Chi or medical Qigong, uh, then that puts the body parasympathetic. Whereas doing heavy lifting, heaving and hoeing in the gym, that's more sympathetic dominant. So sympathetic dominant is, is breaking down the body, whereas parasympathetic dominance is relaxing, heaving the body. So when you do breath work and meditation, you're going into parasympathetic mode, so the body's going into healing and relaxing and rebalancing. Uh, the other thing about lifestyle is look at the clothes that you're wearing. So I see a lot of the... Uh, younger personal trainers are wearing a lot of really tight lycra right down their body and this can stop the body breathing and stop the skin from breathing Uh, yeah it will help enhance your movement but you really want your skin to breathe you know the body's constantly breathing so i choose not to wear lycra uh, apart from i've got these uh, shorts that i wear sometimes when i train and it just supports the groin with lycra and that will just keep the groin area because 90% of sports injuries can are in the groin area. So you've got to watch that. Okay, so the next subject I want to talk about is vitamins. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I don't need vitamins because uh, I get it all from the food. But you can't get it all from your food. A lot of the food is dead and uh, whacked up with hormones that can mimic cancer and cause other problems. So I'm 50 years old, soon to be 51, okay? uh, and I believe vitamins and minerals are massively, massively important. And if you get the right vitamin and mineral balance, you'll get good muscle gain, you'll get good fat loss, you'll have more energy, you'll sleep better, you'll, uh, your body will fight off diseases as in your immune system would be much stronger. So the ones I would recommend are a really good multivitamin with high doses of vitamins in the multi in the multivitamin. And the next one is uh, magnesium. So I use magnesium cream. I use magnesium in the bath. I use magnesium as a supplement because magnesium has hundreds of health benefits. And it's been proven scientifically that 95% of the population are too low in magnesium. So magnesium can help with inflammation, pain, stress, uh, anxiety, sleep issues, uh, and just give you a better sense of well-being. 
So the next uh, vitamin is like fish oils. So I've just been studying Charles Parlequin's work and I've got uh, six of his books and I'm going to be doing his courses next year and I'll become a, a biosignature practitioner. I've just started a course in uh, as a naturopath and that's going to take me 150 hours to qualify. But the, the information I've been given so far, I've, I've passed level one, so I've got nine more levels to do. But I'm really enjoying the information on there, how to use Ayurvedic as well as Qigong and Tai Chi, as well as uh, nutritional therapy and vitamin mineral therapy uh, in which to help balance the whole body, which I think is amazing. So uh, with the vitamin and minerals, with your fish oils, you've got to make sure they come from a really good source. And I just learned yesterday in another book that really the ones you buy on Amazon and places like that are not really good sources so you've got to be careful so you really need to see a practitioner like myself to get the the dosage right and the right fish oil that won't be rancid and won't be sitting on the shelf for six months and it's denatured in its value of goodness for your body if that makes sense one thing that you could do is that you could get, get your friend to muscle test you when you're holding the supplement in your hand uh, get your friend to push that get your friend to push down on the other arm and if you go weak it's showing that that supplement is bad but you have to set the body up for that so what you do first of all you uh, get your friend and you put your arm out to the side get your friend to push down and they say resist and they see how much you can resist so they know what strength you've got then they uh, bring the hand down in front of your face then put the supplement in your say in your right hand then get them to push down on your left arm and if they find that you go really weak on the left arm that shows that that supplement your body's not really liking there's other techniques that i use as well to find out whether the supplements are right for the client uh, because when you look online say amazon.com and you put in magnesium 60 different companies will come up okay so you could either do guesswork and just try the supplement and just see how you feel but any supplement you take takes up to three months to get into the body properly and any vitamin and mineral you take you've got to make sure that you try it into the body so you do it slowly so i said recently on my youtube video and my tiktok that you can take up to uh, 16 grams of fish oil to get your body fat down and I've got loads of uh, trainers commenting, oh, that's lies, that's bullshit, that'll, that'll, that'll give you a heart attack and all this bollocks. But uh, Charles Parlequin, strength and conditioning coach, who passed away five years ago, written 24 books, worked with 250 uh, athletes and worked with athletes in all different sports, said that he's been using uh, the fish oil therapy since the 1990s and if you go to PubMed you can put in uh, a disease and put in fish oil and the fish oil they'll be, you'll be able to understand what fish oil can do to the brain as well as helping you to lose body fat obviously you're not taking 16 grams you know for the next six months you're only taking high dosages and it'll be individual for every person until you get down to 10% body fat if you're a man woman's body 
body uh, body fat is normally 20 percent, and they can go down to about 15 if they go any lower than that then it affects their menstrual cycle and how they're going to make babies so really important you've got to be careful of that so with vitamins and minerals make sure you research make sure that you uh, rotate the supplements on a regular basis so you're not taking the one product all the time because your body gets allergic to what you're taking or gets used to what you're taking so you're not getting the full benefit of what's in that supplement which you're taking if that makes sense now for stress and anxiety you could take ashwagandha which is a brilliant brilliant uh, supplement which is really an adaptogen and this can really balance the hormonal system make you feel better and something that you could try when you're training or after training to reduce the stress levels because obviously you know weight training and working out is a stress to the body because you're breaking down muscle tissue and tissue in the body okay so the next subject is uh, fat and weight loss now really fat and weight loss go hand in hand together you know if you're uh, 18 stone and you're 5'11 you've got a lot of fat if you're 5'11 and you're 16 stone and you've never had your body fat tested but you've got you know a 38 inch waist then you've got a lot of body fat compared to muscle mass so if you were say 5'11 and 16 stone I would want to get you down to 14 stone or 13 and a half stone and try and maintain your muscle mass by taking uh, L-glutamine some whey protein isolates which is better than the whey itself Uh, L-glutamine, whey protein good vitamin and mineral high fish oils as well as uh, BCAAs as well on top and that should make help you not to lose the muscle mass while you're dieting and trying to get back down to 13 to 14 and a half stone and if you are 16 and a half stone or 16 stone you may have a huge muscle structure covered with a lot of body fat so as you get the body fat down you're going to look much bigger much uh, much wider especially if you've got the v-shape like me uh, so your body will look even better as you drop down the body fat and this is what i don't like about in bodybuilding you see these guys and they're 16 17 stone but you can't see a six pack they look terrible they've just got big arms and big legs and that's it and no six pack so i'm more impressed when i see a six pack if somebody's you know 16 17 18 stone but obviously to get to that size and that uh leanness at 16 17 stone is a real hard feat to do especially if you're you know six foot six foot two it's not easy to get or even easy to maintain that you know depending on your strength levels and your training levels so really always go by the mirror so when you look in the mirror if you can see your top abs then you're in fairly good shape and if you can see your upper rhomboids when you do a side pose or you look at your back or your girlfriend shows you your back in the mirror and you can see your upper rhomboids or you can see your internal and external oblique 
then that's a really good sign of that your body fat is nice and low. Okay. So when it comes to weight loss, the other thing you've got to be careful of is diabetes and all these other diseases that you can get. If you've got huge amounts of weight on your frame, so let's say you've got really skinny wrists and you're really a lean guy, and then you gain all this amount of muscle mass, then this could, not muscle mass, but fat mass. The more fat mass you've got, the more stress you're putting on the whole of your system. So the leaner you stay year in, year out, the better strength and health benefits you will have. Does that make sense? So I like to pride myself. In the in the winter, I put on a little bit of body fat because I find I feel the cold a lot in the winter. But if I've got a little bit of body fat, I don't feel it as much. Then as soon as January, February, March comes, I'm using them three months to get as lean as I can in, and still training as heavy as I can so I don't lose my strength. So remember the the principle of never sacrifice your intensity so if you're curling bicep curling uh, 25 kilos and you're feeling a bit rough that day still do 25 kilos but instead of doing 12 reps do five or do two so then that way you're still maintaining your strength and that's how i've maintained my strength from my 20s right until I'm 50 and pound for pound I'm probably stronger in my 50s than what I was in my 20s because I didn't really know what I was doing even though I was in phenomenal shape and lots of uh, guys and girls you know the gym I used to train at in Essex would say to me how much do you weigh Scott and I go oh I'm 12 stone no you look about 15 stone of muscle because I was very very lean but you could see all the striations in the muscle and you could see that, you know, how ripped I was. And But my thing was I always wanted to get heavier. So I've got a diary here with pictures of me as I progress through the years of gaining more and more size and strength. Uh, but I'm all about maintaining what I've got now. And uh, I've never taken BCAAs amino acids, protein powders, or anything like that, because I didn't really ever really agree with it. But now I'm 50, I'm trying it out just to see what difference I get in three months. And I'm going to do a creatine stack as well to see what creatine does. Because they say if you get your BCAAs up, you can gain up to eight pounds of muscle. So if you gain seven pounds of muscle a year, add another eight pounds on, that's a good lot of muscle. And then with the creatine, they're saying that you can increase in your strength by about 4%. So I think it's really worth trying. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about is mind and meditation. Now, if you're building a strong, a strong body, you need a strong mind. You need to stay focused. And this is what meditation can do, as well as getting you more deeper connected into yourself and understanding yourself at a deeper level, you know, why you want to eat, you know, crisps or why you want to drink five beers or uh, these questions that you can ask before you start your meditation. 
And I would say just do 15 minutes, 15 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes before you go to bed and just make it a regular habit in which to power up your brain for 2022 and for you to open up yourself more and connect to yourself more and understand yourself more on a deeper level. Okay, so the next subject we're going to talk about, oh, there's many ways to meditate. You don't have to sit in a yogic position. You can lay down, you can stand up, you can do a meditation walk. You could uh, be reading, you know, have you ever found that when you're reading a book or you're watching or you're listening to somebody and the time just flies by? That's a form of meditation. So you really, the same as exercise, find what you enjoy doing meditation and try many different ways like transcendental or just sitting and breathing meditation or you could do a dancing meditation or you could do a drumming meditation. All these I've tried. Or you could look into Osho's work and he's got uh, lots of meditation CDs doing it all different ways to different types of music. And I tell you what, the music is... It's like modern day trance. And they would, you know, Osho was around in the 70s, not in the uh, 90s and the 2000s. So listening to the music is is quite eye-opening that he was so far ahead of his time. And remember that Osho had a, had a Rolls Royce for every week of the year. So that's 52 Rolls Royce he had. He read over 35,000 books so highly, highly educated, and he had over a billion followers. And if you watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix or on Amazon Prime, you'll learn more about the the people that followed him and what he was all about. And his books on philosophy are really, really, really good. So now we're going to talk about fats and oils and why fats and oils are so important. Now, fat gives you energy. Fat can balance out your brain. Uh, Fat makes your food taste better. Fat doesn't increase your cholesterol, depending on which fat that you're having. If you're having beef tallow, lard, coconut oil, olive oil. Olive oil was found to uh, reduce problems in the heart over a a six-week period of you ingesting olive oil a teaspoon a day every day and obviously our granddads and grandmas all all did that you know their mums uh, their mums and dads great grandmas were forcing our mums and dads to have it and my dad has lived till nearly 81 and my mum's uh, 74 and so to get to them ripe old age is absolutely brilliant and they've never looked after themselves, you know, they don't work out, they don't do what I do. So it's a good a good way of seeing that uh, fats are not bad for you. You can read a book, uh, Degeneration by Western A. Price, all about uh, diets and fats and where Western A. Price studies the initial populations around the world and found that the ones that didn't have the three white devils or the four white devils in their lives or in their dietary regime, they were very healthy and lived to a right old age. Okay, so the next uh, subject is drugs. Now, when you're training, yeah, you can choose to take, you know, 
ephedrine you could to choose to take uh, you know steroids uh, you can choose to take a headache tablet when you get a headache you can choose to take viagra when you can't get a hard-on or when you want to have longer sex but the way i look at drugs any drug that you take will always take something away so what i mean by that is is uh, if you're taking ephedrine ephedrine is speeding up the heart and giving you a rush when you train but it's ramping up your adrenal glands now if you've been taking ephedrine for a long time your adrenal glands will get more and more tired and as they get more and more tired you will end up in addison's disease Addison's disease is stage 3 of adrenal fatigue and if you get Addison's disease uh, the next stage is death and when you get Addison's disease you've got to inject your hormones in and they'll be artificial and not natural so really important for you to make wise choices when you when you're training and trying to get you know a stronger better leaner you in 2022 and if you're new to training, you can improve by 100% if you're with the right trainer. So I say this to all my clients, if you train with me twice a week for the next year, you'll improve by 70%. And now with the new knowledge that I've got, I know that I can increase their muscle mass by 18, by 18 pounds if that's their goal. But if that's not their goal to gain muscle mass, but they just want to stay out of back pain or... They just want to uh, age gracefully and not be in pain and not lose their muscle mass. Then I can help them with that too. So when it takes, when it comes to anabolic steroids, I know a few people that have taken them, and it seems to be something they can't stop taking, and they get needle fixatia. So needle fixatia is where you get an addiction to the pricking yourself with a needle. And I think this is what they're doing with, with what's happening in the UK at the moment with this injectable that they're giving to everybody. Uh, so really important for you to remember that steroids will give you what you want. Yeah, you'll get stronger, you'll get bigger. Uh, you might get clinomasty, which means bitch tits. And if you get bitch tits, it means that your estrogen levels have been too high. And to get rid of them, you need to have a, a surgical operation. And it's not nice to see men with clinomasty or bitch tits uh, because they didn't take their didn't do their cycle of steroids correctly. And the other thing you got to remember is that when you do take steroids, you're shutting down your natural levels, and they won't necessarily ever be back to the same again. So that means you'll always be enhancing yourself with some sort of juice to train. So I think the more that you can train naturally or use natural remedies to give you more uh, more of a buzz to train. So say like, uh, they, I looked at a lot of the pre-workout stuff that you can take and a lot of them are loaded with like 10 cups of caffeine. And I couldn't imagine training like that. I wouldn't be, I'd be training too fast. I wouldn't be controlled and I'd be getting the shakes all the time because my body don't like caffeine uh, so you've got to think about do I want longevity in my body and get to my age and not die 30 you know in your early 20s you know early 30s or late 40s or middle 50s you know uh, I know that we can all die at any time 
but why would you want to play Russian roulette with yourself just to see bigger arms or a better six-pack than the guy that's standing next to you? You know? There's enough science out there now and there's enough books written on, you know, health and exercise and gaining strength or getting bigger or whatever your goal is for your sports performance for you to figure it out. Or you see somebody like myself that's been in the fitness industry for 22 years, done thousands of sessions with clients, always got results and uh, guarantee my results <laughs> for every single session in which for you to get leaner, faster, stronger, bigger. But remember, to gain muscle mass takes a special type of person. And I said this to one trainer that I knew. I said, uh, he might be listening to this. And I said, uh, you'll never be big for as long as you've got a hole in your ass. And he went, oh, I'll prove you wrong. But still to this day, he never has. Because some guys just haven't got it, the mental state on how to push themselves. And I knew another guy in, in Essex I was chatting to my friend about a couple of weeks ago. And this guy, he trained, but he didn't put his heart into what he was doing. And he had one of them weedly physiques, so no matter how hard he trained and anything he took, he still didn't look any better. But I can remember him always smoking. So I'm like, wait a minute, you're stopping the oxygen going to the muscles and to your whole system. So that could be the one thing that's stopping him from growing muscular-wise, you know? I was very blessed for my dad because my dad had broad shoulders and had a good physique and he was into gymnastics when he was younger and he was a good uh, diver but didn't go into any competitions or anything. But he had this nice structure that I inherited from his sperm so uh, so you've got to remember that as well your genetic potential and some people could take tons of gear and not grow then another guy would take half the amount of dose that the bigger guys are taking and look even better you know so you really got to think about what you're doing and you know in the early 80s early 90s I met uh, Lufaringo and uh, he was fucking ginormous and uh, he just finished the stand tall uh, I think he'd done the Masters Olympia and he bought out a DVD or video at that, at that time and a book called Stand Tall which I've got here signed and I've got a picture signed of him as well uh, but now you look at him there's nothing of him but he's in his 70s now so you don't expect to be gargantuan muscle wise at that age but Maybe he could have been if he didn't take the gear that he was taking that might have damaged his health long term. So that's what you've got to think about. You know, when you're young, when you're in your 20s, you're in the moment and you're just thinking, yeah, yeah, I just want to get big. I just want to get big. Right, I'll take that gear, get it off the guy in the toilet and see what happens. But if you educate yourself enough and read enough, especially if you're young listening to this, the information's out there. There's nothing stopping you from getting stronger and bigger naturally if you get with the right coach or you get the right knowledge. So what I would suggest if you're like in your 20s or in your mid-30s, you can't afford a trainer. There's loads of books that you can buy. So you can comment down below if you want to know the books or send me a message and I can recommend five books to you that could really, really help you.
in which to gain size and one of them is called Beyond Brawn and I read that book 30 years ago and I used that book in which to get my arms up to 16 inches and then I wanted 17 inches and now I've got 17 and a half and a bit so a bit more to go with the new techniques that I'm going to be using uh, of all the supplements and see if I get to 18 inch arms Uh, So that's my goal for the new year, to do my naturopathic course, to get to 18-inch arms and to get my body fat a little bit lower. But the surgeon said to me, the plastic surgeon, that if you lower your body fat too much, it can really age you in the face. So I don't want to be looking like a wrinkled prune. So uh, I think I'll go down to about probably 12 to 13%. And I'm probably not far off that at the moment, you know. So uh, just see how things work. Obviously, when you're doing your training to get uh, to have a better built body in 2022, make sure that you document everything. Make sure that you rotate everything. And try many different things. And if you're documenting it, you'll be able to find out what works and what doesn't work. Like I find, for me, if I do a pull and push pattern, pull one day, push the next. So far, I've had no injury. But if I was to do a combination of push and pull on the same day, I'd get more likely get injured. Does that make sense? The same as, you know, warming up, stretching before I train, get less injured than what I would if I went in cold. I'd only go in cold if I was going to punch your head in or knock you out. Because uh, obviously you can't warm up before you punch up unless you've arranged it, pre-arranged it, you know. Uh, so the next bit we're going on to, so we spoke a lot about drugs. Uh, mirror work. Okay, so a lot of people have a, a bit of a, a horrible opinion themselves. So if you're looking in the mirror, you don't like what you see and you think by losing body fat you're still going to like what you see then you need to do mirror work uh, which uh, Louise Hay she's passed away uh, she used this work and she used it with all her clients she's an accomplished book author and she owned a book publishing company and uh, she was multiple raped and had all these horrible things happen to her in her childhood so she started to do mirror work, like looking in the mirror and telling herself how much she loved herself. And I've done this with a few clients and they get very upset and they get quite angry with me as well. And that's simply because I'm letting them see that they, they don't like themselves. And if you don't like yourself, it doesn't matter the amount of training you do or how ripped your six pack gets, you're still not going to like yourself anymore. So if you don't change that... Uh, what's the right word? If you don't change the way that you think about yourself and learn to love yourself, it will never be enough. So I had a client of mine saying, oh, let's have a fight. Let's fight each other. Let's, uh, you know, you think you're tough and all this. I said, look, I don't need to fight you. I'm not in my ego anymore. When I was in my 20s, yeah, I want to fight everyone. But uh, now I'm in my, my 50s. I know what I'm capable of. And I'm totally happy with myself. So I don't need to do any of that nonsense. Does that make sense? Yeah, I want big arm, bigger arms, only half an inch, because that's just the challenge I set myself. 
Does that make sense? So I believe as you, no matter what age you are, you've got to set goals, realistic goals, and uh, do everything you can to achieve them. And in my uh, psyche or my, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. In my internal self, there's another word for it. Uh, in my internal self, uh, I'm a goal-driven bear. So I need to uh, have goals written out and goals and things to achieve. Otherwise, I feel that I'm not enough anymore. Or I feel that I just don't feel balanced. Does that make sense? I'm just trying to find the book. Still there, I'm still here. So there's a book you can read called Your Body and Your Stars. And this book is all about uh, how you can work out what your star sign is all about and uh, what it means to you and what things you must do. Like I must ground myself a lot because I'm always in my head and I must do the goal setting and I must exercise uh, so it's really important for you to know these things so then you know oh, oh I'm feeling a bit bad today oh I've not been you know achieving any goals today I've not set myself any challenges does that make sense so the book is called your body's your body and the stars the zodiac as your wellness guide Really good book, really, really enjoyed it. It was recommended by the Mr. Paul Check, the guy that I studied with in San Diego, California, and found it really insightful. And I can't, still can't think of the other thing. That's gone. It's really early in the morning, so it's uh, 5.38 in the morning. And that's why my brain's a bit, and I was fasting yesterday. Uh, so really, really important for you to do the mirror work if you don't love yourself. And remember that if you don't love yourself and you're with a partner that you're trying to get all the love from, then you're really being a fake to yourself. So you'll never be happy. You'll always be battling with yourself constantly and fighting with your ego. So really important for the mirror work. Give it a try and send me a message or whatever. Let me know how you're getting on with it. And all you do is you look in the mirror, you look into your heart and you just say, I love me, say your name. I love Scott Bryant. Scott Bryant is wonderful. Scott Bryant is brilliant. Scott Bryant is successful. And if something comes up emotionally and tries to block it, then you know that you've got an issue that you need to work on. Does that make sense? So write it down, document it. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this little podcast today. I'll be uploading more videos on YouTube. I'm off TikTok for the time being, uh, but I will go back on there because you get lots of uh, followers and lots of twats asking me questions that uh, want to tell me how to do my job and they've not even done my job. Does that make sense? So please uh, look forward to uh, Debbie's podcast, which will be the next one I'll be uploaded on uh, scientific training for older females. And then uh, there might be another one after that with my 
friend Sam and Sam uh, I'd done assessments on him and written him a program and we worked together and we've stayed really good friends and I'm meeting up with him on Saturday to do a podcast about the new training he's doing so he's on an eight-week program in which to gain muscle mass and, and strength but he's not working with me he's in Andover in uh, where's that Denmark and uh, so he's using this new system so I'm really excited to see how much his physique has changed and what the trainer has said to him compared to what I said to him uh, when did I work with him two and a half to three years ago uh, but he had some structural issues and had uh, uh, knee pain hip pain lower back pain and with the five programs I gave him we got him out of pain so he's going to the next level with his new guy which is great and I've got no problem with that and we used the the pull check system in which to get him out of pain so that'll be speak to, do the podcast on Saturday and hopefully upload it on Sunday for you to listen to. Uh, so I hope you're having a wonderful week and uh, please come back to listen to the podcast again. On every podcast, there's a question at the end of the podcast. If you want to send me any questions, you can. If you want to buy my book, it's called Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want Now. Or if you want to book me, for me to design your program or me to help you with your diet and lifestyle or you just want to learn more then you can send me an email at activebryantsystems.com and if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast uh, the great thing with Anchor is that we can have a call conversation I can call you and we can record the podcast so if you're a bit out there and uh, you like speaking your mind and you think what I'm saying is nonsense and you'd like to be on my podcast, but you're a decent person, then please get in touch. I'm more than happy to do, you know, 20 minutes or an hour with you, depending on what subject you want to talk about. It's got to be a subject that I know some stuff about. It can't be about, you know, milking cows or uh, sheep shearing or building fences, because I don't know nothing about that. So it has to be something to do with the fitness industry or to do with diet, lifestyle, exercise or health in general. So thanks very much. Have a wonderful day and peace and love and happiness to all of you. And uh, make sure you work on how to build a stronger, better, healthier you. Thank you. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to Scott Bryant's Holistic Fitness Systems podcast. And this podcast is all about my special, special friend all the way from Beetle Country, from Liverpool, and uh, he's now resident in Andover. Yeah, Eindhoven. Oh, Eindhoven. I got it fucking totally wrong. What a twat. <laughs> but never mind. And he's uh, an uh, old friend and an old client. And we're going to talk about, what should we talk about? The check system, normal training, yeah, and about uh, how you've changed yeah. since we first met. So okay. we first met was through the Czech Institute. Yeah, but what was it, about five years ago, something like this? Yes. Yeah. And what structural issues did you have then? And just talk the, the podcast people through what was going on for you at that time. And his name's Sam. Um, I think it 
think I think I was just bent out of shape, really. And yeah. he's no, he's northern, but he's not a monkey. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> northern monkeys, southern fairies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, they, um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you know that. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, like structural issues, you say. So yeah, yeah, so you found me online, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it a recommendation? I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, like online through through the the Czech system. I, I think like I, I was into Elliot Hulse a lot. Like I was a big hermit and like I just you know take drugs and like. Um, You're still taking it. drugs. Nothing's changed. A little, a little bit. It's got a bit less. <laughs> I took truffles watching Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings in the yeah, cinema yeah. the other day. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I, yeah, I was just being a fucking idiot basically, and then. Yeah, like I wasn't feeling good in my in my mind and body. Like I didn't have a good connection. I felt, and yeah, I would listen and, and watch a, a lot of Elliot Hulse's stuff, and he spoke very highly of Paul Check. And then I, I just wondered, like, who is this guy? And then yeah, I, I just checked him out, and then I seen there was Czech practitioners, and then I joined the Czech Academy in Chorley, which is only down the road really from from Liverpool, and. Um, from there, I got assigned to Scott. And, uh, yeah, I was like, your mentor, wasn't I? Yes, you were, yeah. And um, mentor at the same time. <laughs> yeah, mentor, mentor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're, both, we're both mental, so yeah, we were a good fit. Uh, yeah, I, t- I asked I asked the head of the academy at the time to give me the best trainer he had, and they uh, they put me with you, big guy. So yeah, it was, uh, I was really happy that they, they did this. And then, yeah, we, we had a... What did we have like? What What would you call it? Like a, a an assessment. An assessment, yeah, like an assessment on. But first of all, it was all the paperwork. What did you think of the paperwork and how in depth and how deep and it was? It's just, just really tedious. You found it really boring. Excessive. Excessive. But do, but do you feel that it uncovered anything for you or made you think about your own health, well being, like the poopy policeman and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's so it sounds so childish, doesn't it, the policeman? But but don't you think um, it like it goes more deeper than your average doctor? You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's it is a it is a good system. And it's and, not, and it's more deeper than what it would if you went to a normal, oh, yeah. everyday gym or everyday trainer. Doc, yeah, or even a doctor. Like you're going for yeah. a doctor with with a lot of the holistic issues, you'd just get a pill for it, wouldn't you? Yeah. And then you'd probably stay on that pill and not come off, and you'd have a lot of side effects from that pill. Whereas with the the check system, like with the doctors, and um, like diet and, and sleep mm. and and um, like happiness and stuff like this, um, you get a lot of benefits out of it. Um, just and and you don't, just because what we have come to know through just you know, not like not necessarily brainwashing, but just just what's what's being fed to you yeah um you just think that you need pills for everything don't you whereas you do. like you're going back to basics here with, with the check system so it is a pretty solid system um but like if you want to be a practitioner i wouldn't really recommend that system because as we've spoke about a lot it's not it's not recognized not, anywhere yeah, so because yeah. it's not recognized you're paying for bits of paper yeah. that nobody's ever going to ask for. Yeah, I'm really true. the salesman to every one of my clients, yeah. which is wrong because it is an in-depth qualification that's, that's taken me six years and yeah. I've got awesome results with you and many other people. Yeah, that's right. And without the check system, I probably wouldn't have got the same results Yeah. if I was just doing the one 
the one rep you maggot and beasting <laughs> you beasting, yeah, yeah, and yeah. beasting you to death and yeah. not taking in your winging scapulars, your inverted breathing pattern, your forward head posture. Yeah. And Fuck me, you fixed me a lot, mate. No yeah, definitely. So, so what was you. it like when you, you know, what did you think when I done the assessment? Not the paperwork assessment that took you ten days. Yeah. What did you think of when I done the assessment, which was four hours? Um, it was it was really. Was that boring you to tears, or was you like, no, this no. is really in depth? I can't believe it. This is just unreal. It, yeah, I felt like it was unreal because I was in a world of pain, and I'd. I think one of the worst things I had was tight hamstrings and hip flexors, That's right? That's right, yeah. Um, I was walking like a fucking girl, mate, you know what I mean? Like, my, my hips are so tight, like, yeah. my, my legs are kind of, like, going in with them. Yeah, I was like, wondering whether you had a vagina stuff. or not. Yeah, my, like the mangina, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely had one of them at the time, fuck me. Yeah, yeah it was a really good system, mate, and, and the exercises you gave me, I didn't find them tedious because, as I say, like, I wanted to get out of pain. So yes. that, that motivated me enough yeah, to definitely. do them. Definitely. Um, and yeah, we, we kept it simple. I don't think we had more than 10 exercises, right? Five. Five, yeah. So it was, it was a very simple but effective program. And I, I thought he wasn't going to do it, but I was totally wrong because yeah. you come back, what was it, six, eight weeks later? Something like that, yeah. I yeah, gave we, you an assessment yeah. and you passed everything. And I yeah. was like, this guy is really doing it. Yeah. And how I work, guys, really, because there's so many lazy fuckers out there and they just think, <laughs> Right, I'm going to pay the trainer the money, yeah. and miraculously, uh, voodoo's going to come in, and everything's <laughs> going to fucking change. Yeah. But it don't happen like that. The client has to put the energy and the time in. Yeah. And this is the idea with the paperwork. When the client fills out all the paperwork, yeah. if it comes back incorrectly filled out, then I know with that client, they're not really invested in what we're going to do. Yeah. So I was a bit doubtful, because I use a system called dowsing, and I doused on uh, Sam when I got the paperwork back and it kept saying no. But sometimes you've got to go with your gut instincts as well and give somebody a try. And obviously it worked out for the, for the good. Mm. So what was the, the main, in your exercise programme, what was a bit you mainly enjoyed that you'd never seen before? Mm, I think it was like a lot, of, a lot of the Swiss ball work really. Like because as as the Czech system describes and the big bang exercises because they work you in every plane, right? And you think, Oh, it's only body weight, it's it's not gonna do anything. Well fuck me, mate. If you do three sets of twelve reps on stuff like what what is it like the, the side the lateral ball roll? Well, yeah, side lateral fuck ball roll. Fuck me, mate. That's six, six weeks out to get it. it properly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about horse stance? How hard is horse yeah, stance? Yeah. Yeah, you think, if, oh, yeah, if, it's only a fucking putting my arm and me and my leg like fucking doing like a Superman thing. But when you're holding it for 10, uh, for 10 seconds on and off. Yeah, yeah. And when you've got to keep your hand and your, and your leg, like your, your kneecap, like about like a centimetre off the floor. Yeah, yeah. You really feel that fucking and, and strain, how did, mate. How, how did you feel when I released your diaphragm? Really Was that, was that just mind-blowing how... How like your respiratory rate come down? You felt really relaxed and yeah. muscles because you had lower back. Did you have lower back tightness as well? I'd say so. Yeah. And and that released and it released your rhomboids and yeah. stuff like that. I, I had a lot of uh, I'd say a lot of a lot of anxiety, and I think when the with the diaphragm release and coupling that with you introducing me to the pranayama breathing, I yes. remember I remember I I just I quit cigarettes a few months prior to seeing you. And I had um, whooping cough. You know, you sound like a pig getting fucked. 
yeah, it, it, was, it was really bad, mate. And literally, fucking two days of doing that pranayama breathing, and, and it went away. It went away. Like, I got out of uh, coughing and silent like a fucking weirdo for, for like three months in, in two days. And then you went along to do the Win Hof stuff, wasn't it? You yeah. started to get into that, and you were saying you were tripping and. It was just amazing how... I'd trip, I'd pass out, I'd see, yeah, I'd see some crazy colours and, and, and stuff like that when, when I, I had my eyes closed. Um, it, that, was a, that was a real eye-opener as well. It, it, was like, it was like pranayama breathing, but on like a, a more intense level. Um, I personally like just doing the pranayama breathing, like 20 minutes as soon as I wake up throughout the morning. and it, it, Doing that coupled with 20 minutes of... Um, Maharishi meditate transcendental meditation. Yes, sets me up for a really good. Day. Saying to yourself, "Come, yeah. come." That's the come. mantra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now it's like four or five years on, and we've yeah. kept in contact. You've been great, and yeah. you're in my home today, yeah. and uh, you're looking amazing. I just yeah. got it. it done. Clap press ups on kettlebells. I can't fucking believe it it was amazing so you've really come on and it's really great to see that you're you're sticking with the program you've not given up tell us a bit about your new trainer compared to what we did together what is the difference is it the same is it not the same is it better you can really hurt my feelings it's fine i got no, me bulletproof vest on not at all um as we were talking all before scott like see when when i used to exercise i'd do it willy-nilly um i'd go with what i read online on google or like in books that i bought and some programs were good like i had a really good one by a guy called ashley kalim i think his name is he's like a very uh, good trainer on the in the in the calisthenics uh, sphere and that was pretty good calisthenics is for girls by the way i was work- <laughs> i was working i was working with a guy at the last gym and he reckons he was a calisthenic guy so i bought the swiss ball in yeah and it's all about balance calisthenic isn't it mm, it's all you body. Know, it's definitely all body but yeah you're right actually all, when all body parallax. balance but yeah, when yeah. i put the swiss ball in his in and anywhere sense. near him he couldn't do fucking nothing right, yeah. so it's not functional as yeah. far as I'm concerned fair game fair carry game. on carry on the only time they use weights in calisthenics I think that's for it's when they're holding their cock <laughs> yeah I mean well yeah they, <laughs> they the cock weights as well yeah that's a good one you go, you, you go from a towel that's like you know what I mean and then yeah, you ascend exactly, yeah. ascend uh, onto yeah, a willy weight yeah and then you do what Charles Parlokin said that I've just been reading about yeah. he says if you can't make a tent in the morning then you shouldn't be training in the morning which I thought yeah. was hilarious you know yeah, it's that to do with stress yeah definitely yeah. if you're not getting a boner in the morning you are yeah. your cortisol levels are too high cortisol and your testosterone levels are too low mm. but what Charles found is that a percentage of guys get a boner in the afternoon when they see somebody, uh, see a woman with big tits. So that's still okay. So that's when they should train. At in least, the as, as long as you get one boner in 24 hours, you're all right. Yeah, you're right. It you're doesn't still matter what time yeah, of day. You're still alive. You're not dead yet. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's three in the morning, yeah, three in the exactly. afternoon. Exactly. Boner away keeps the doctor at night. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the boner a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> so carry on what you're saying about your new trainer compared um, to... What well, yeah, we were doing together. Well, yeah, when, when the Czech system introduced me to you and, and we were doing a lot of work, what, what we did was, was really, it was really good foundational work, I would say, like the, the, the primal patterns. The primal crawl. The primal crawl. That you couldn't do to start off no, with. No, 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 I couldn't do it for shite. You was going um, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that's when I knew I had a dream client and I knew that you would get dream better. Dream clients yeah. and a fucking retard. And, and you just wouldn't be disabled anymore. <laughs> I became so, able-bodied so my, under your supervision. So my new nickname is Jesus because I can take you from being disabled and turn you into not being disabled. It's, it's a joke for the listeners, not uh, a slag off to anybody, including Monty, Jesus. Have you seen Monty Python? Yes, I have. Uh, he is the Messiah. Oh, he's big nose. Big nose. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> so uh, carry on. So, you know, now you're training over in... Uh, no, in Dovan, yeah, yeah. In Dopeland. Dopeland, yeah. Are yeah. you... Liberal. How, how many days a week you're training? Um, what's your training regime compared to what I gave you and what you're getting from it? Well, with us, I think we... Had the intensity ramped up. You're doing to... too much girly running, so that's got yeah, to go. Nah, yeah, yeah, okay. Nah, Only bitches up. run, not that's men. Keep... Running, cycling, jumping rope. It's all good. I think yeah. jumping rope is good for coordination. Fucking brilliant. And man. stuff, because, you know, Muhammad Ali and people yeah. like that have always jumped rope for boxing. Yeah. Keep, keeps you But I would say, you know, from a running point of view, you'd whacking your cortisol through the roof. Hmm. And remember, if you wanted to kill a rabbit, we're still primal man. <laughs> You can be primal woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to kill. You're not going to run after the rabbit for four hours. You're going to kill it explosively fast. Otherwise, you'll fucking starve to death. It depends on how much you like rabbit stew. Yeah, true. Well, you can have bird <laughs> stew if you want, like pigeon if you want. Uh, uh, fair game. Just get your hunting rifle. Right. So you're going running. You're doing yeah. skipping. What else are you doing? Running, skipping, cycling. Um, yeah, working out six days a week. Just making sure I hit every muscle group twice a week. And and that that's that's good. I I'll make sure I go after work. But with this COVID bullshit, yeah, and the lockdown bullshit, yeah, yeah go on. It's it's really hard to get a workout in because I finish work at three thirty, um, my friend Rick drops me off at the gym for four o'clock, and then I've got one fucking hour to get seven exercises in. And sometimes I can't even do that because it was like a fucking zoo the other day, mate. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. And literally, our gym is quite relatively small but a really good gym like a proper man's gym you know what i mean yeah. like all like all why are you in there then i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm an apprentice man right you're on the white yes I'm, I'm under good guidance i'm under good guidance <laughs> yeah. yeah i looked around mate and there was a, there was like three or four people sharing like the fucking rope rope pull downs or like the cable machines oh, and shit, stuff like yeah. this fucking shite um but yeah, uh, so so. So have you got a trainer designed to program for you, yeah. or are you doing it off what you learned through the Czech Institute as a what what level did you get to? Was it exercise coach um, or I level? No, you did level two, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, level two. Yeah. Wow. And then, then I quit after that um, because I realised it just wasn't working out really. Well, you found the gyms, isn't it? To yeah. find out whether you could get a job in the gym and yeah. nobody heard of Paul Czech. Yeah, it wasn't a recognised. They must have been all over, all, all under a heavy <clears> rock. Yeah. Yeah, so my, my advice to anyone would be that if they wanted to do that and, and that's what they like to do, then it, you would have to be a PT first, which is like what I was A thousand percent, a yeah. thousand percent. So yeah. if you'll be thinking of doing the check system, and I've had a few phone calls where people have said to me, look, I want to be a check practitioner and I want to get to your level. And I say, well, it's going to cost you 23, 24,000 pounds. And on top of that, loads of energy, lots of time. Yeah. Then you've got to buy lots of books, you've got to read a lot, you've got to put a lot of a lot of commitment in to get to to my level. Yeah. But really and truly you should go in the trenches, be a cleaner and yeah. uh uh rubbish collector 
in the gym and then hopefully yeah. get some clients and learn how to work with clients and learn the anatomy of the human body. Yeah. If you don't know where the metatarsals are or you don't know where the uveus is or you don't know where C1 vertebrae is or, or you don't know what an atlas subluxation is, you're, you're totally fucked. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. can go in as a personal trainer not knowing any of this and the clients won't have a clue and you could just be good looking and beautiful and still earn money. Yeah. But you would always be saying to yourself, I'm a prostitute with my legs open getting shagged. Yeah. Because I'm not really giving my client what they're paying for. Yeah. What, did, what did you think about, you know, I was charging you, what, 100, 120, 100 an hour? Yeah, I didn't give a shite. Um, did, did you think you got value for money considering you're that's why absolutely pain-free? Yeah, that's why I didn't give a shite about what I paid because, yeah, as you just said. And speaking of Atlas subluxation, you showed me that I had one when we done the test. Yes. Having my eyes closed with a, with a blindfold and... Uh, a noise cancelling. Then I got the stripper in. Headphones and then, yeah, and then I got a... A blowjob. Not yeah. from me, from the yeah. stripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a nice surprise and that, that was a good value for money also. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the work, going back to what you were saying about oh, you and, and my new trainer, like with, with the building blocks, like you got me, um, you got me doing good stability work, you got me doing... I built you a great foundation. Yeah, great. You got yeah exactly. You built Not me a great sand, foundation. Not on sand. It was on concrete. Yeah, concrete, mate. Yeah, yeah, big concrete blocks, steel. Um. Yeah, you got. And me look at it. today. Like we're yeah. not. I've not trained you for how long? I think about three years, four years. Could be yeah. And I got yeah. you balancing on one leg with a kettlebell in your, on your in your hand, yeah. pressing it in the air. Yeah. On one leg. So really, if you didn't have core stability, you would have fallen over and smashed my fucking TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. But obviously you didn't, thank <laughs> costly God. costly error. Yeah. But yeah, no, you, as, as we say, mate, yeah, you, you got my posture absolutely tip fucking top. I think that was one of the, one of the things, yeah, like posture was really bad, um, not much muscle mass. No. You, you, built, you built a lot of that you up You had a lot me. of girly mass, innit? A lot yeah. of girly mass. Hell of a lot of girly mass, mate. Um, yeah, you got me doing like 1RM deadlifts, never done that before. Nearly double my body weight and one one RM bench presses, which I was nearly like one, nearly my I think it was my body weight actually. Yeah, we were doing seventy kilos. Yeah, me? yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, I'd never thought. But you of, did all the hard work. You know, fundamentally, yeah. I showed you the way to go. I showed you the map, and obviously, being a, a level two practitioner yourself, yeah, you really you already knew a load of stuff. Yeah, but just didn't know how to apply it on yourself because. Yeah. Every checkie that works with another checkie, then you learn how to apply it to with yourself. But as you see, my photos are when I was 18, 19. Yeah. Tell them what shape I was in. Yeah, yeah, fucking unit, mate. Absolute unit, yeah. And people used to say to me when they in the That's Essex, the yeah, in the in the Essex boy gym when I lived in Essex in Basildon, you know, guys used to come up to me and go, "Oh, how much do you weigh?" And I'd tell them that I was eleven stone. They thought I was fifteen, sixteen stone. Yeah, I thought you were chatting shape. Yeah. Way. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, 100%. Big, that, that's the biggest guy I've ever seen you for eleven stone on your pictures, yeah, mate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and it's because I had the tiny I got the tiny waist, the yeah. big lats, the V shape. Yeah. Uh which makes a huge difference and big shoulders, you know? Yeah. But my my legs have never been up to you know, my legs looked okay in there, yeah. but not as big as I've always wanted them, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's about our 
how hard you train and how much oh, yeah. time you put in. Oh yeah. So me, we're not seeing each other for three years or whatever. Yeah. So what would you say? You know, I'm fifty years old. Would you yeah. say I'm still in good shape, reasonable shape, or excellent shape? Excellent shape. You're like the only fifty year old I know that's in excellent shape. And to be fair, mate, I live in the Netherlands. Everyone cycles there, like. You know when people get to like pensioner age yeah, over yeah, there, yeah. you still cycle, mate. I'm not them. a fucking pensioner, you no, cheeky you know, bastard. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about like fitness. Yeah, like yeah. You're, you're very fit, and I'm 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 living in a land where people do still cycle it in the fifties, like whereas yeah. like us, like we tend to get to the sofa. Time, the sofa, mate. Yeah, I'm re- I'm retirement age. These people are active, so yeah, like you're the most active guy I've seen in my fifth in in his fifties. And the only 100%. reason why that's been is because it's been instilled in me from when I was like 14, 15, when Mr. Cavigioli, my sports teacher, yeah. uh, said I was really aggressive and he was going to teach me how to weightlift. Yeah. So I learned how to weightlift and it's always been instilled in me. Yeah. But unfortunately, when I was 19, I got into the drugs and drink and sex and doing all these things. And then it's, it's part of being a man, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? of course it is, and growing up. And yeah. then eventually I thought, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to stay fit, strong healthy and then turned it into my career but didn't realize that I could be a PT into the year 2000 because it wasn't there was no personal trainers around then yeah you just had a mate you trained with and bodybuilders you chat to about Arnold and Louis and people like that and you know there's a lot of gear going around but I didn't see much of it I was more into you know trying to keep myself naturally training and just eating good food and training hard but i didn't know the detrimental effects of milk pasta rice and sugar on the body till i did all the check stuff you know what was it how hard was it for you to prep like were you working at the same time as going to the gym as well what when i was younger yeah 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 i was a chef at a ford motor company in basildon and i used to uh finish work and i was in lodgings i I left home when i was 15 years old Mm. And I was in lodgings, and uh, lucky for me, the lodger was into uh, the the guy that owned the, the the his name was Tony. He owned his own uh, property in yeah. in Vange, and uh, he had a little bench and a set of weights, and he had a punch bag. Yeah. So I used to cycle home in my fucking chef outfit, yeah. and sweat my nuts off. Yeah. And then I used to do some benching, some 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 curling. Then I used to beat the bag up if I've, if I've had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one day, right, I'll tell you this funny story. Right, so the, so the landlord, he comes up to me, he goes, Scott, I've got to put your rent up. Yeah. And I was really pissed off because I wasn't on much money. I was on about £100 a week. Yeah. Which isn't a lot. Which is a 45 quid to 50 quid a week. Yeah. So I was only left with 50 quid. Yeah, yeah. So the money was really low, uh, was low that I was earning. Yeah. Remember, I was a pot washer, a kitchen porter before I'd become a qualified chef. So I, so I ride it, I rode 20 minutes home yeah. in my outfit, got home, no, I used to get changed at the, at the catering place, ride home, sweating my nuts off. Yeah. So what I did was I got his flannel and rubbed it all around my bollocks. Oh, nice. And um, folded it back nicely. <laughs> and seen the next day washing his face with this flannel. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Have you seen that the was film just, Road Trip? That was just poetic justice, that was. Have you seen the film Road Trip? No. You've got to see it. There's this scene and this kid asks for French toast and he gives him, the guy, the chef makes some normal toast and he goes, I asked for French toast. So he's like chucking the toast up, like opens his pants up, like rubs <laughs> on his cock, rubs on his ass, gives it back to him and then he's eating it. I he thinks remember, it's nice. 
I can remember when, when I was at Ford's, right, uh, we had a big head honcho of Ford's come in yeah. and one of the chefs cooked him a steak and he complained yeah. and wanted it... Uh, it was rare, but he wanted it well Medium. done. Oh, OK, OK. So what we did was we the, 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 the steak come back and we all knew he was a bit of an arsehole, yeah. so we threw it on the floor. We started playing football with it, oh. put it back on the grill, <laughs> waited till it was well done and sent it out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So So let this be a lesson to you. Never complain to the waiters and never piss off the chefs. Yeah, that's just, that's just what was... Complain yeah. when you're leaving, not when you're yeah, sitting yeah, in the yeah, restaurant. Yeah. That's just what was running through my mind. <laughs> so now, what, so what I, 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 age, age are you now? 32. So you're 32 now, what's your plan? How much size do you want to gain or are you happy how you are? Well, I'm, I'm on a journey similar to what you were on when you were 22. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, with, with 19, 19 is when I really got into it, yeah. into weights and carried on and carried on. And then the longest I had out was three months. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, uh, uh, it wasn't until I hit my thirties that I had a long, I had a long break when I stopped the doors. Yeah. Uh, cause I wanted to rest my receptors and see if I could grow more. Yeah. And obviously I was 16 stone then, which I didn't like. It was nice being big and heavy on the door because it's intimidating. Yeah, but uh, what, what did you want to be then if you didn't want to be 16 stone? Like, what was your ideal goal at that time? I always found that when I get down to 13, I look the best. Yeah. Look really good at 13 stone. Mm. Anything heavier than that. And the, 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 the valuable thing that taught me the lesson, there was at the zoo bar and there was six consecutive fights after each other. Yeah. And I'm running in, grabbing one guy, running him upstairs, throwing him into the lamppost, going down, getting the next guy, getting him to head back the door and throwing him out. You it absolutely doctor. fucked me. Yeah, 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 and I just thought, this is not good. Yeah. And because I was like late 28, 29, mm. and I'm getting older, I was like, I don't want this. Yeah. And obviously, becoming a trainer, I wanted to be the trainer that everybody wanted to work with. And I knew that if I had skinny arms and didn't look the part. And obviously what I found was as well that when working at Fitness First and different gyms, the, the, the customers that are going to be your customers watch you train. Yeah, that's true. And if they see me doing lateral ball roll, they're like, what the fuck's he doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I go with that. If they see me doing four plates on the side of the bench press on the Smith machine, yeah. I'd done that for a couple of months and then I went to the free bar and couldn't do five kilos each end and realised it's just for disabled people, so I stopped using it yeah. altogether, you know? Yeah. But I, I soon realised that we're in, the, in the fitness world, you've got to be looking the part. But saying that, there was one trainer that I knew that trained a lot of clients, and he had the biggest belly ever. But he was a lovely, lovely guy, and really good with his hands. Yeah. So even though he had the, the, he's lost it all now, but when he had this big gut, it, we was all like, why are people going with him? But then again, if you've got a big gut yourself and you're training with a guy that's got a big gut, it makes you feel more confident, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. It makes you feel less... You know, if you see me with a 30-inch like, a waist and you know, nearly 18-inch arms, it's a bit intimidating, isn't it? It's, it's intimidating, but like, it's, if I've seen you in, in that shape, just this is just me personally, like... I, if I saw you in that shape, I'd think, well, I want to get in that shape. So I will listen to this guy, whatever this guy has to say. I'm a, my, one of my good friends back at home, Sam, 
Um, I remember learning a bit off the Czech system for like one year, two years, and I come over to him like giving it the big in at his house, and I was like trying to tell him some stuff about the Czech system, and he just stops me in my tracks and just goes, "Listen, like, I'm not being funny, but like the only people I want to take advice off are people who are bigger than me, who are at a stage that I want to get to." And I really took that on board and thought, like, he's not wrong. So I, I, yeah, but he is from a point of view because if you, let's say you went and see uh, Lee, yeah, for argument's sake, Lee's knowledge is is phenomenal. It is. But he's got, uh, you know, his arms are not as big as the baby's, are they? That's why I wouldn't really listen to him about bodybuilding. So I'd listen to him about like stability and and and, yeah. and diet and and things. And the of same this with nature, Warren. But... The same with Warren was teaching. You know, uh, a strength and conditioning co- uh, class. Yeah, I remember being on that. Yeah. But he can't. He he can't do a one rep maximum of one hundred and eighty. No, probably not. Probably not. So they should have got the coach living legend in Southampton. Yeah. The big bat, the big Battersea bear. They should have got the no, Battersea no, no, bear. Not, made... not me, the coach living legend, because he does two hundred and thirty kilo deadlift. Who, who's that? I'll show you. I'll send you a video of him and. Uh, He's in Southampton. He calls himself the coach living, okay. living legend. Okay. Dyslexic the same as me. Me and him get on like a house on fire. Yeah, yeah. He's only an exercise coach. Mm. But you want to see what this guy lifts. Yeah. And it's like you saying, you've got to be an example yeah. of what you're trying to sell. Like if you look at yeah. Tom Platt's biggest legs in bodybuilding, I would never want legs that big, but I would like to go to him for advice to get big legs. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Do you know what I mean? And you, you just get off, like you so say, you get on the ride with this guy, and then you get off when you feel like it's you've like got going into a hairdresser's and the hairdresser's bald. Yeah, do you really want to get your fucking hair cut by him? No, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. But then you've got the other scenario where you could have a banged up Fiesta yeah. with a V8 in it. Mm-hmm. It looks shit on the outside, but it could be the best, the fastest car in the race. Yeah, okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And you could have the opposite, couldn't you? Like a, a like a, an example in the, the Czech system is the, like building a boat with gold, like a ship boat, but with like gold nails. Yes. absolutely pointless. So using it? fucking amazing supplements, but got shit techniques, in. not putting the time in. Yeah, yeah. And not putting the commitment in. And really guys out there, if you want to have gargantuan arms, legs, or you want to be, you know, the best fighter locally, You've got to put the time and the energy in. Oh, you've got to sacrifice, absolutely. And the same with, uh, you know, head doorman-wise. You know, there's a lot of wannabe doorman out there. But when it goes to kick-off time, they're nowhere to be seen. Yeah, they flap it, yeah. They can talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. Yeah. And this is what I liked about Charles Parlequin and Paul Check. If you see Paul Check now, 60 years old, massive arms. Fit as a fiddle. Looks a fucking amazing. Yeah. At 60 years old. Yeah, absolutely. And he's probably, you know, less than 1% of the population in America. Yeah. And the same in England. But the only yeah. thing with, like, Charles Parlequin and Paul Czech is that they were both from uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. They're both short asses. Yeah. And they both knew tons and tons and tons yeah. of stuff about training. But the difference between Paul Czech and Charles Parlequin is that Parlequin uh, trained over 400 athletes, wrote, wrote 24 books on the, on the philosophy mm. of training athletes, yeah. but he died at 55 of a heart attack. Yeah. Paul's still going. Yeah. I think, 
think I feel like Paul and Paul looks more, looks more into science. and Paul looks more at the metaphysical, the the woo woo side yeah, more, of the more you, spiritual, yeah. more more spiritual. Yeah. But it doesn't mean uh, because of that you can't get somebody to do a one rep max. Yeah. Like my surgeon, the plastic surgeon on my website, you can see him doing a hundred and sixty kilo deadlift at fifty nine years old. Yeah, that's impressive. And he weighed seventy kilos. Yeah. Fifty nine. 59 years old. Yeah, that's, that's really And then I've got my golfer, uh, Kevin. I increased his drive on his, on his golf by 50 yards yeah. and lowered his handicap by five. Yeah. And that's, that's the best way you get clients. I Just imagine. using the check system. Someone, someone would go to the, like, say, like a driving range of this guy. They'd be struggling. And then they're seeing this guy ping like balls for like hundreds of yards and they think, how oh, the fuck's he doing that? And then they like they get curious, don't they? And then they go over to him and say, "Well, who's who's like do do you take does anyone train you or anything like that?" And that's when they mention your name, or the guy with the doing and the deadlifts of fifty nine. And this is I let you into a secret, guys. This is what a lot of people don't know. Tiger Woods, when he won the Masters before he crashed his fucking motor and can't play golf anymore. Yeah. It was a checky that rehabilitated him and got him back to master status. Was it? Yes. Janet Alexander. Was he? Yeah. Yes. She's from New Zealand, right? But she lives in California, and okay, she owns yeah. the first Czech Institute. Because Paul, Paul Czech tried to get in touch with him, right? Tiger Woods. I think he was saying that at Four Quadrant, you know. No, so what happened was, uh, Tiger Woods had his knee operated on five or six times. Yeah. Janet Alexander works with another golfer that she got to the Masters. I can't remember the golfer's name. And because Tiger he got, spoke to this guy. Yeah, sorry. Tiger spoke to this guy. So Tiger's obviously got in touch because yeah. all all Janet trains is golfers. Yeah. All the time. Oh, didn't know that. So and I met Janet and I really loved her. She was brilliant with me on golf biomechanics mm. and other courses that she taught me as well. And uh, then I heard that she was working with uh, Tiger Woods after he fouled. And he had his same knee operated on five or six times. Why would a surgeon even do that? It's all about fucking money. Yeah. The same with Hulk Hogan's been working with a neuromuscular therapist now because he's had his spine operated on seven times. Oh, really? Whereas if he'd have done the right thing in the first place, he wouldn't have needed to have his spine operated on seven times. Yeah, maybe the same with Ronnie Coleman also. Yeah, and this is the difference between... Uh, in depth knowledge and lower knowledge. Look at the look at the tennis player. What's his name? Uh, Which one? The oh, Scottish one. Scottish Andy Murray. Yeah. So Andy Murray, he bought out a a Netflix movie about his training. Oh, did he? He know. had five different trainers and physios. Yeah. What did they all have in common? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they was all fat fuckers. Program. Oh really? They wasn't even in really? shape. And it wasn't until that he went to America that one of the trainers was into infant development and game playing. That's right, that's right. He trained by someone who'd done one of the Czech courses, didn't he? That he started to massively improve. But what...